I'm Austin Bechtold with your fan headlines. Lots of changes in the coaching ranks in the last 24 hours as Pete Carroll was fired from the Seattle Seahawks head coaching job, potentially could move into a new position in the organization. Nick Saban retired from coaching the longtime Alabama head coach and seven-time national champion. And Bill Belichick just moments ago spoke to the media as he and the New England Patriots had mutually parted ways. Steelers makeup Fitzpatrick told the media today that he will play Sunday in Buffalo, 1 o'clock on Sunday. For more, go to 937thefan.com right now. Back to Cook and Joe. All right, Ron. Minka's official. He already was pretty much, but he confirmed it himself today. And that is just, like, I I don't know what kind of physical shape he's going to be in, if this injury is still going to bother him. But just the smarts, you know, somebody to play the mental game with that quarterback. We've seen, seen Minka fool a number of them over the years. The little cat and mouse game that goes on at the line of scrimmage. That goes on with changing coverages at the last second. That goes on with reading quarterbacks' eyes and fooling quarterbacks. He's great at that. This is a big deal. What does Tomlin always say? It's God bless you over there. Um, it's ch- it's chess, not checkers, right? That's one of his favorite lines. And Minka can play chess. Uh, he says he's could have played in Baltimore last week, but because of the conditions, the coaches erred on the side. God bless you again. Uh, have my cough button on. Okay, in the uh, in the uh, yeah, but you can still hear it over Mike side. Um, what was I saying? That he could have played last week. He said he's one hundred and ten percent now. I don't know what that means. You're going to be a hundred percent, but he sounds like he's physically confident that he's at full strength. And it is. You're right. It is a big deal. It's a great player back there who's due for a big play. Quite frankly, he a hasn't turnover. had a turnover play all year. I don't think amazingly so maybe that none that matters none that, that who cares it's a brand new season and maybe Minka will be the guy that that's you lose tj you gain Minka, and he's a star meanwhile belichick and Kraft did they wrap that thing up i was I, watching I, it back there they took no questions they each made a statement and left had an awkward man hug. And it was an, it was an awkward man hug. Uh, at the end, it looked like to me like Belichick was getting a little emotional, and then at the end, you know, I thank Coach Bill for everything he did and thank you. And then Belichick smiles and Kraft goes over, shakes his hand, and pulls him in close. And Belichick kind of just gives him a little bit of a shoulder, but not much of a hug. You got to hear how the press conference started off. How do you have it? All right, morning seen as many cameras since we signed Tebow. <laughs> That's a great line. It is. He's a little comedic. He got a little bit emotional as well. What Kraft said was, but he didn't cry. There were no tears. You could tell he, he did get a little, for him especially, a right little at, bit Right emotional. at the end. Right at the end. What Kraft said was right. It's never, it, it, it's, and I'm not quoting him directly here, but it was the greatest team owner, head coach combination in the history of the league. They won three Super Bowls in four years between 01 and 04. Then they went four, five, six, seven, nine seasons without a Super Bowl title. And then they launched a second dynasty with the same people and won three and five. A double dynasty, I would call. Three and five and three and four. And... I don't think now it'll, it's all over. It'll ever never be matched. No way. I don't think there's did. any way it'll ever be matched. Nope. So now what? 
Now what for the Patriots? And of course, these things affect the Steelers, obviously, in the long run. What now for the Patriots? And what now for Belichick, Ron? What's your prediction? I still think Belichick could end up in D.C., Washington. Yeah. Um, And I think uh, the Patriots, you know, before the year, I remember writing a column that, you know, this could be it for Belichick. And the speculation there was this Mayo, the defensive coordinator, right? Yes. Was the coach in waiting. Now I'm not so sure because Vrabel was out there. It's easy to put one and one together and get two. Vrabel uh, uh, in a Patriots wall of fame, hall of honor, whatever you want to call it. And he's free out there. I'm wondering. It seems like a pretty good match for me. Yeah, man. If you go back and look at when Vrabel, when they went to New England, was talking as if he was still part of the organization. Like they don't, you don't find a lot of places that do it here. And I think he said he was being honored, I think, for the ring of honor. And he referred to them as we. And supposedly, at least one theory in Tennessee is that he ticked off his bosses there by being so gushy about New England. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's a reason you would fire a guy. But uh, he, he was just, uh, was it last year, I believe? Well, if somebody asked me to bet things that mattered to me, I would bet that Vrabel's going to be the next coach of the New England Patriots. Maybe Gerard Mayo becomes a candidate somewhere else. Let's look at some of these coaching openings then. Ron, and just not with these two in mind, but just generally speaking, whether it's a good job or not. And you, yeah, if Belichick might be a candidate. Seattle, that's a pretty talented team. I hadn't seen that running back, Kenneth Walker, up close really till the Steelers played him. He's great. Oh, he's really good. They have I mean, talent. really good. He was a Michigan yeah. State guy. Uh, he's really good. They've got receivers. They've got a great young corner and uh, Witherspoon. Uh, a couple of young guys back in their secondary. I think a pretty good culture there in Seattle. Quarterback is interesting. I don't know if they have their guy right now. I CBS ranks this as the number one job opening. And Pete Carroll did not want to leave. I, I'm convinced of that. He wanted to stay on as coach. And I think he may end up resurfacing somewhere else. They say there's an obvious candidate for this gig, and that's Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who took the Falcons to the Super Bowl and has now reemerged in Dallas here. But he also took the Falcons to the Super Bowl where they were ahead 28-3 to and lost, right? True, but no, I to mean, me the hi- bigger story is he took regarded. the Atlanta Falcons to a Super Bowl. He's highly regarded. Yeah, I think that he's going to wind up there. That that seems to be, that seems to be he's the a reporting. Dallas, he's a Dallas court defensive coordinator? Yeah. Now, I read something there that they would have to blow him away with an offer that he's incredibly happy doing what he's doing in Dallas. So... I mean, to be a head coach, but I don't think he just jumps at any job. He was was there as the defensive coordinator of the Legion of Boom. Good point. So he knows Seattle well. That's why. That's why. He's number one on the list. I would think for this job, I think he's that guy. I think that's where he's going to go, and that's what's going to happen. Number two ranked job by CBSSports.com, the Washington Commanders. No more Daniel Snyder. You don't have to deal with him anymore. That's a good thing. You have the number two overall pick in the draft. You traded away some guys and Chase Young, Montez Sweat. You know, that cleared up salary cap space. So they seem to be ready to emerge here, depending on who they pick. Quarterback? Quarterback, maybe. Um, you mentioned Montez. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sweat. 
Did I read that he became the first player in NFL history? Who did they trade him to? Chicago. He became the first player in NFL history to lead two different teams in sacks in the same year. Wow. That's I think, a great stat. I think he had Washington most sacks and Chicago most sacks. Uh, anyway, are, are they happy with Sam Howell is there, right? No, they're not happy with Sam Howell. Then you got to get too many picks. When you have a quarterback, when you're picking that high, they'll have their choice, basically. Man, I think that's a pretty good job right now. They're positioned right now to make to make the kinds of moves where if you're coming in as the head coach, you can influence personnel and get yourself a quarterback. Belichick maybe. there, maybe? I think that one, they, they call this job wildly attractive. Maybe. I think number three is actually number one, and that's the L.A. Chargers. And as they start with here, two words, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Right. I would think so uh, that they would uh, be highly. I'm thinking Harbaugh may end up there. You? Yeah, he could definitely wind up there for sure. Uh, when you have Justin Herbert, you you've already have a star, so you don't have to draft and take a right. take a risk on. Someone and he's signed too, right? They've given him the big money deal. He's got five years there, right? Yep. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Austin Eckler is in question whether he'll be back. Some of those guys getting old, but that's a great job. We'll get back to the rest of these coming up next on Cook and Joe. Let's see here. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron? Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company for a lot of reasons. Family-owned business, uh, the employees, the, the, the equipment on the road, the trucks, the best. Uh, one reason is their trenchless pipelining techniques. What that means is... If you have a fractured sewer line, in my day growing up on Clearview Street in Chippewa Township, Beaver Falls, you'd have to dig up your yard, your driveway to fix uh, a broken sewer line. Now, with the techniques and equipment that Mr. Rooter Plumbing has, they can do it a lot more efficiently and at a much cheaper price. Who doesn't like efficient and cheap? Uh, and that's what Mr. Rooter Plumbing offers with its uh, trenchless pipelining techniques. But it doesn't have to be a major problem like that. You could have something minor. Still, the only people to call, Mr. Rooter Plumbing, 412 uh, Mr. Rooter, uh, Rooter 2, excuse me, 412 Rooter 2, 412 Rooter 2. Check out the website, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. 50 trucks out on the road every day. They've been going on in this market for almost 21 years, and I just can't recommend them enough. Write down the number again, 412 Rooter 2. They are Pittsburgh's number one full-service. Let me say that again. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm Austin Bechtold with your fan headlines. Penn's currently seventh place in the Metropolitan Division, tied with Washington and the New Jersey Devils with 44 points apiece. Alex Najelkovic will be in net. Vancouver Canucks are in town. Penn's are also five points back of second place in the Carolina Hurricanes and only a couple points out of a wild-card spot. For more, go to 937thefan.com. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron, we have a treat here. Let's go out to the fan text line. Brought to you by 
Uh, it's actually the fan hotline, I should say, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. You may have read out there in the Post-Gazette the other day, uh, Adam Bittner, Pro Football Hall of Fame, honoring the Steelers with a special exhibit marking 50 years since their first Super Bowl ring. It's called A Legacy Forged in Black and Gold. Ron and I have been giving away these Pro Football Hall of Fame tickets. This is cool. Rich DeRosier, uh, Chief Communications and Content Officer for the Pro Football Hall of Fame is on the hotline. Rich, welcome aboard here and tell us more about what's happening with this uh, this exhibit. Well, thanks for having me. I, I, and and uh, I hope it's hotline and not hot seat. So I hope I have all the mm-hmm. answers you're looking for. I know that we at the Pro Football Hall of Fame are extremely excited about uh, launching what we think will be a very long, go, long-running series uh, of uh, celebrations like this for different NFL franchises. And as we talked about kicking this off, if you'll pardon that pun, uh, you know, what would make sense in 2024? And and uh, we had a couple of different ideas, but it, it really only took a few seconds uh, to come to the realization that this is the golden anniversary of one of the most significant years in NFL history, uh, not only for a particular franchise, but for the league itself to to look back and see what happened 50 years ago this month with a draft that forever changed uh, the history of, of the Steelers and really set them on a long-term course of success. But then really uh, all the way through that year for, that, for, for a team that had struggled for the first I got to do the quick math, and I had 41 years of its existence to win exact appear in and, and win uh, uh, to that point appear in only a handful of playoff games and win only one, and all of a sudden the uh, uh, success just flipped. The script just flipped on the history of the Steelers franchise. That we honed in on that right away, and and we've been off and running ever since to pull this together. Well, you're talking about the draft, the, you know, the four Hall of Famers, and then Donnie Shell was signed as a free agent. Uh, that year has to be the greatest draft in NFL history. Uh, I'm assuming I haven't been to the hall in a while. I covered a few of the inductions. You got to have quite a Steelers presence there, don't you? Oh, definitely. And, and, uh, you know, one of the things that's going to be significant about this exhibit is it's not a, a, a large portion of it will be in a special room, uh, that we are kind of retrofitting from, uh, meeting space, social space, uh, into exhibit space for this, uh, a Steeler legacy form forged in black and gold, uh, but not everything is going to be limited to that. There are going to be other exhibits throughout the museum, including uh, a collection of 27 Steeler busts will actually be removed from the main gallery and uh, positioned into a special uh, exhibit on their own. So, you know, fans that want to come and get a picture taken with uh, you know, with Franco and with Joe Green and with Terry Bradshaw, kind of all, you know, all available in the same frame. They're going to be able to do that for the first time ever. So that's, that's pretty exciting for us. That is really cool. The exhibit is called The Legacy Forged in Black and Gold. So they're going to have the six Lombardi trophies for the Steelers, uh, six Super Bowl rings. And as Rich just said, the bust of 27 Steelers enshrined in the Hall of Fame. My understanding is that Joe Green... We'll open the exhibit with a invitation-only ribbon cutting on January 19th, and then this exhibit is open to the public through February 19th. So that gives 
uh, folks from around here. And as I said, we've been giving away these Hall of Fame tickets. That gives them a month to make the the short yeah. trip to Ohio here. What else will they find? So you walk in that room, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Steelers' incredible history between four walls. There, I that anything else that'll be in there that'll spice things up a little bit. Well, you know what? Yes, and and uh, we're redoing some of the the wall graphics in the museum to reflect a Steeler history. So again, lot, lots of photo opportunities. You know, there'll be there'll be. Uh, exhibits. There'll be pictures on the walls. There'll be tributes from everybody, from the you know the chief Art Rooney Sr. Uh, all the way down to the most recent enshrinees. Uh, we're doing some other things. You know, uh, we've got some chalk talks on Saturdays that we're lining up, and mm-hmm. we'll be announcing the participants of those here soon. Uh, we we're going to bring in <laughs> our cafe is going to sell uh, uh, first time ever some. Uh, some adult beverages, let's say, and and uh, we're going to bring in uh, Iron City and I C Light and Rolling Rock to, uh, <laughs> and uh, some some uh, Pittsburgh themed foods. Uh, we were looking to maybe throw some coleslaw on a burger and and uh, and uh, sell that from in our cafe and uh, uh, bring in some fresh merchandise into our store and pass out some terrible towels to. Uh, some guests uh, you know, each day that they come in. So just really from the time you come in the door till uh, all the way through and, and you know at the end, if you shop at the end, uh, the entire experience having a special black and gold flavor. And what's the very best way for people to get tickets to this, Rich? The very best way and uh, is going to be on profootballhof.com. Uh, there's some information uh, right out there on on the homepage now. Uh, there are some uh, promo codes uh, that people can use uh, if they come Monday through Thursday. They can uh, save a little bit of money. We're we're holding back on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, discounting at this point because that's where we anticipate some of the special programming. Uh, we have the commitment from Joe Green to come in on the 19th for the ribbon cutting. Uh, we have some tentative agreements with uh, some other big name Steeler Hall of Famers. Don't want to uh, tell we lock those completely down and get those on a calendar. I won't won't say those names, but it, but if you'll have me back, I'll be happy to uh, announce some progress in that. But uh, you know, some of the Steelers from the 70s are saying, you know, they they all say they want to be a part of this. Uh, we're just trying to line up what days make some sense for them. And then uh, some of the more recent Steelers, um, uh, Steelers who played in the 90s and 2000s have also said, hey, w- you know, we want to be a part of this. And and in a few of the cases, it's guys who haven't come back to Canton frequently, but but uh, they're as excited as, as they realize the fans are going to be about this and are, and are talking about being a part of it. I don't suppose a call has been made to Jack Lambert, has it? A call has been made to Jack Lambert. Uh, I don't know uh, what his response was. I know that Jack has uh, been a uh, someone who has made few appearances uh, since he retired. He, he was one who maybe walked away from the game as completely as as just about anybody else who ultimately became a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But I also know that uh, locally, uh, our local newspaper did a special feature on the uh, anniversary of Kent State University's most successful team that included mm. a couple of guys with some pretty big names, Jack Lambert and, and Nick Saban. And uh, 
Jack got involved in that project and and uh, indicated that uh, he might be willing to do some other things. So our fingers are crossed that uh, this would be something that uh, he would be amenable to. So we'll see. Rich, we appreciate the time. This sounds incredible. And yeah, we'll definitely have you back on as things move along. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, thanks for having me. And, and again, profootballhof.com, uh, get some information there and, and keep your eyes open. We'll start updating calendars and providing more information. Sounds great. We'll talk to you. Guys, thank you very much. Rich uh-huh. DeRozier from the Hall of Fame. Incrinculent. I would say it so. It sounds incrinculent. Imagine if they advertised in advance that Jack Lambert <laughs> would be at one of these <laughs> things, Ron. So I'm you, not willing to bet on it, though. Well, I wouldn't have been willing to bet on what he just said either, but he got him involved in one thing. Who knows? Hall of Fame president uh, Jim Porter is quoted in this story by uh, Adam Bittner about this as well, and it sounds pretty cool. Canton, Ohio, legacy forged in black and gold. Meanwhile, we were in the middle of these coaching vacancies. Uh, to me, the Chargers is clearly number one. Justin Herbert's a star. Right. I, watch him play. You walk in there, you have you, you start with the thing everybody's dying for, which is a star quarterback. That's the best job. It's not like they don't have an interest in winning. They just spent a billion dollars on people the past few years. Some of those people didn't work out. The coach didn't work out. That's the best job to me. You? It's the absolute best job because of Justin Herbert. Um, I remember B.A., Bruce Arians, a long time ago telling me that when he, when he I, I, I think he was done coaching one spot, and I said, would you go back to be a head coach? He said, not unless I have a quarterback. I wouldn't do it. There's one there right now in Justin Herbert. Well, what makes the Belichick thing fascinating, there's a lot of reasons, but Ron, this would be like if if Chuck Knoll, upon leaving the Steelers, said, yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else, or Don Shula or Tom Landry in their early 70s or late 60s, whenever those guys stepped down. I mean, this is this is unusual to say the least. How much of this from Belichick's end is simply about chasing Shula? Uh, I would think a big part of it is. Um, Absolutely, I think, you know, he can say he's not interested in that and all that kind of crap. He's close. Who who wouldn't want to go down as the winningest coach? I don't think there's any question he wants to coach long enough to get those wins. Would you hire him? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. At this point of his life, I don't know. Um, I would listen to him. I wouldn't make him a GM coach. I know that. It depends on what kind of power he wants. I mean, this is crazy. One, the Arguably the greatest NFL coach who has ever lived all time. is on the open market. And it ain't like he's 90. You know, he seems to be, you know. Still mentally sharp. sharp. Very sharp and energetic. And I think we'll bring Josh McDaniels with him as his offensive coordinator. I mean, if I'm the if I'm the Chargers, this is this is not something for me to even think about. Yes, I mean he's a great teacher of the game. There's never been a better one, I don't think. Uh, and I know things went sour in New England, but he seems to be able to spot coaching talent um, as well as him, anybody. Don't let him pick the team. Don't let him pick the team. Exactly. Maybe pick the quarterback, but that would be it. I don't even know about – well, he's got the quarterback in, in, with the Chargers. Yeah, he doesn't even have to. If I'm the Chargers, this is easy. I'm no. bringing in him, and I'm bringing in Josh McDaniels to work with Justin Herbert. End of story. However much money he wants. But Harbaugh's out there, too, and that brings us to job number four. The Atlanta Falcons. 
this guy who wrote this, who is who? Will Brinson. I like Will Brinson. He's very good. He said, hot take, but I'd listen to anyone saying the Falcons should be the number one job. They have a top 10 pick. They went 7-10. and 10. They're probably a quarterback away from taking over the NFC South. Uh, offensively, they've got built-in weapons with Kyle Pitts, Drake London, B. John Robinson. They could bring in a Justin Fields, he says, a Kirk Cousins, and you're bingo. You're ready to win. The defense was very good this year. I'd listen to that, too. Plus, the you said, owner. What, what, what's their pick? Eight. Eight. Plus, their owner. Uh, has Arthur, gone has gone after high profile guys Arthur in the blank. past. Yes. Arthur Blank. He doesn't he doesn't write blank. Well, he does write blank <laughs> checks, Ron. Yes, he'll he does. let he would let Belichick or Harbaugh fill in that blank check. I, I would think so too. Yep, that's um, not a bad maybe, job. Maybe Belichick would be interested in that. But you got to get a quarterback then. If not a draft one, you got to sign one. Sure. I mean, there's going to be guys out there. If you want Fields, you can have him. If you if you don't if the Bears don't want to trade him, then that a quarterback might get to you at number eight. I don't know. Cousins. Draft Jaden Daniels. Number five, the Las Vegas Raiders. That, so, that, that, that under, under Mark Davis, that strikes me as being a dysfunctional organization. Yeah. I don't although, know that, I, don't know I that do I'd like, want to work with it for him. Yeah, I think Antonio Pierce got the energy back there. And I think... While this job is technically open, it seems to me like he's going to get it, doesn't Well, it? if he doesn't, he's going to get one of those other jobs. I think he's really scored a lot of points with how he finished the season. Yeah. The players seem to love playing for him. Right. And I would think if he doesn't get the Vegas job and why he hasn't already is a little puzzling to me. Um, I would think he'd get a chance to go somewhere. I think one of the teams already asked permission to talk to him. Jim Harbaugh. Will Brinson mentions is a big candidate here because the apparently the coach is going to get some leeway with personnel. Listen, they have two stars. <clears throat> Max Crosby and Devontae Adams are big-time players. Not a horrible job. Interesting job. Six, the Patriots. We say Vrabel, we say Jarrah Mayo, but, but look at the actual roster and the quarterback disaster, and they're not even going to get a top-10 pick, I don't think. No, Ron. I think they're thir- three, right? Oh, they're three? They're three. I'm pretty sure three. Oh, that's right. They didn't deal that pick. No. So they're three. They're going to get a quarterback. So you do they're get a quarterback. They're going to get a quarterback. You do get a quarterback there. He has it as the sixth-ranked job here uh, from a roster perspective, not the greatest setup. The offense is a hot mess defensively. Uh, some fun guys, he says, but injuries devastated them. Can the next coach produce a top-tier defense like Belichick did? See, that's the other thing and about he's him. he's also replacing a legend. That's a yeah. tough, tough job, man. That's why I would hire Belichick, too, Ron. Even even in this uh, demise he's had, he still knows how to put together and implement a defense. Yes, he does. Which is a lot. Give McDaniels your offense. I'll do the defense. Off we go. This guy says the number three pick is nice, but it's also not one or two, and there are two quarterbacks that everybody's talking about, Williams and Drake May. So three is nice, but it just ain't as nice as one or two. I'm not sure I love this job. You? I think you're going to get a quarterback. Maybe not one of those top two. Maybe Penix, although I think his stock fell a little bit. Um, I still think you can get a quarterback out there. And then, you know, there's going to be 
some guys on the free agent market. I don't know if Kirk Cousins wants to go somewhere else. Yeah. I think he wants to stay in Minnesota from everything I read. Um, I think with that high of a pick, it's a pretty attractive job. And I think they got some players on defense. Not to me. I'm following Belichick. I got nothing to build around with my quarterback. Robert Kraft wants to win now and now only. Six sounds about right to me. Titans. That's the last one, right? Seven of them open? Yeah. Uh, People surprised. They fired Vrabel, blah, blah, blah. GM uh, ran Carthen on the job for less than a full year, won a power struggle with Vrabel. So, I thought this came from the uh, the owner. Yeah. What's her name, the woman? It's Bud Adams' daughter. Is that who it is? Amy Adams Strunk. Yep. I thought that firing came from her. Yeah. yeah but clearly, there was a power struggle there. Not a great roster. And again, they don't have Levis a quarterback and unless Levis and Butthead. I, I kind of like him. I do, but too. But I'm not convinced on I him. do, too. I do, too. DeAndre Hopkins likely gone. No. You can keep this one. Now. There's only 32 of them on the planet, so yeah. I think I'd take it. But if I had a choice, like Harbaugh and Belichick might, this would be low so on my list. So would you be list. Chargers 1? Chargers two? 1, Washington 2, probably. Atlanta maybe, 3? Falcons 3, yeah. But Seahawks as number 1, I think a lot of that has to do with the culture there and the fact they do have some big-time players there. That's a nice roster. It is a nice roster. All right, Ron. Apparently, we have a mystery guest here at the top of the hour. Is that right? That's right. Any hints? You've brought him up already on the show today. This isn't a cookie surprise, is it? It's going to be. It's not going to be Kabali. It's going to be a Joey surprise. <laughs> it's not Kabali, is it? Kabali again. Is it Kabali? It's not Kabali. <laughs> I remember when, let's do a cookie surprise, and twice that was Kabali. Three times, The big I think. boy. The big boy. Who do you have here, City Limits? I Give went, us one other clue. I went to the recommendation of our good friend, dear friend, Jeff Athorn, and he is giving us somebody who is already confirmed will come on at 1 o'clock. A blast from the past at 93.7 The Fan. It's not Vinny, is it? Is it Vinny? <laughs> no. Ron, I'm intrigued here by Austin City Limits. This guy's come in here, and he ain't afraid, is he? He's not afraid. This guy. I don't he think you li- can be in this business. He doesn't live in his fears. He's going for it on fourth and seven from his own 25. I thank, like this. Thank you, Mr. Thomas. He ain't punting from the 39, is no, he? No, he's not. The fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Fan weather, Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado, sunchevy.com. How is the... Uh, chase for the weather person going do we have anybody yet there is an email out from the station in buffalo to all the meteorologists that i've been included in just waiting to hear back try to get either the last hour today or tomorrow ron i passed somebody in the hallway this is total hearsay this is just somebody saying hey somebody in buffalo just told me there would be no talk of ever moving this game would there oh i can't tonight or the next day i can't imagine that i can't imagine well, they already got a game scheduled for Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. And got, I can't imagine it. Either. I, I don't. I don't see that happening. Unless although they a, did move, they did move a Buffalo game last I, year to Detroit. Remember? I remember that. I do remember that. You know, the only way that that would happen, I see, is if public safety was at risk. You know, people, the the police and first responders. Yeah. So many are dealing with a football game that the rest of the city is, you know, at risk. That's the only way. But I don't see that happening. The more I think about it. 
Ron, to be very honest with you, brutally honest with you. Why do people live up there? No, it's I used to love going to games there, and I'm still as much of a proponent uh, for bad weather football. It's such a te- television spectacle. But, man, I think if I had Josh Allen, I'd rather play indoors. That, that, that's killing them. That's killing them. Well, you, you've got one of the greatest weapons in the history of the league, and he's going to be he's going to be completely stifled by 50 mile an hour winds. That's your home field. I'm starting to rethink that. Is the new stadium there the the, the one they're building here uh, in Buffalo? Is that a dome when it needs to be? I can't remember is that a now. Retractable roof? I don't know. Might be. Now, Joe, the younger Joe Starkey, would sit out in it, wouldn't he? Drunk, yeah. Now the older Joe Starkey, no way. No way. No way. But do you agree with me that if you know if you're building your baseball stadium for your left-handed hitter, you should be building your football stadium for your quarterback. Right. Especially up there. But again, even in even in September fifteenth, a couple years ago, the winds were ridiculous. I think they. I think the Bills need to, if they haven't already, need to seriously consider that because. Uh, that guy is an advantage over almost every other quarterback in the league. Look at what he's done to the Steelers. And they killed him a couple years ago. But by that, I mean, um, even in that game. TJ was a big part of that. He threw a big pass. uh, I forget to who. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis has three touchdowns in the last two games, plus 98 and 62 yards last year. You take away his deep ball and his intermediate ball, you're killing your own team. Limits. He leads the NFL in total touchdowns, and he's second in total turnovers. Crazy. He sets records in both of those. But you know what? That's always that's always the trick when you have a guy like that. Brett Favre, right? Is yeah. Is how much do you want to sort of stifle his creativity and ad lib play? At what expense do you do that? Or do you just have to let him be himself? I leaned toward the latter, and it was on graphic display in Miami last week. His second interception didn't kill them. The first one wasn't good. He almost threw another one. He threw a touchdown pass off a guy's helmet. But then you saw in the end, Ron, what he did in the game. He was he was ridiculous in that game, right? Well, that run, the 16-yard run on third and 15 in Crinkulant. Yeah, he gave up his body to get that extra yard and converted a first down. He also converted seventy-five percent of his pass attempts, threw for three hundred and fifty yards, and ran for fifty. I'll trade an interception for that. Yeah, and that punt return for a touchdown also helped too. Swing that, momentum. That swung momentum for sure. They were down. They were down fourteen-seven then, right? Yes. He was the third player in the history of the league with three fifty pass, fifty rush, and seventy-five completion percentage in a game. So to me. You gotta live with it. You gotta live with it because you're you're a lot not... of pressure on him and McDermott up there. Though. Yeah, there is a lot yeah. of pressure. Well, what about isn't there pressure on Mike Tomlin? I don't think as much as on the the Buffalo people. Uh, in they're term going... in terms of getting fired, maybe, but there there's absolutely this has been the uh, a season of mass discontent with Tomlin. I get it. I get. He goes it. up there and he's seven years without a playoff win. I, I get it, but you know they're going in as the fourteenth team. They're with the longest odds, they're going in with a 14th-rated quarterback. Buffalo is a 10-point favorite. As you've said, if Buffalo loses, it'll be their worst postseason loss ever 
in terms of in points. In terms of point spread, And you're for sure. wondering how long before they, how many more kicks at the can are they going to get? As long as Josh Allen is upright and healthy, they have a kick at the can every single okay. year. How much longer is that going to be? Well, he's still I mean, in his 20s. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I just think there's more pressure on them than on the Steelers. Maybe. Maybe that says a lot about where the Steelers are at. There's more pressure on the team that's won four playoff games in the last three years than there is on the team that never wins them. They're the 14th team out of 14. Yeah. And a 10-point underdog. I know. But, you know, was it Kabali yesterday? The whole playing with house money, you're in the tournament, you have a chance to win. You haven't won in forever. I I agree with you, by the way. There's more pressure on Buffalo. But I I just think it says a lot about the Steelers. Oh, there's no doubt. That they've become the little engine that could every year. We might get in. We might get out. If we get in, we'll get killed by Mahomes. We'll get killed by Josh Allen. Nobody expects much from us anymore. killed by Baker Mayfield. Seven years without a playoff win. Our over-under next year will be eight and a half. So if we get to 10 and seven or nine and eight, our coach will have done a great job. Maybe we'll sneak into the playoffs and have no pressure again. This is great. Will be another nine and a half point. What were they in Kansas City a couple years? When's the last time? Seven and a half or eight, I think. Yeah, and they lived down to that expectation. So, I do agree with that, though. I just think it says a lot about where the Steelers are at as a franchise, and and one of these years, and and the whole the playing with house money, however, is different to me than the other team has more pressure. Playing with house money sort of implies that it won't be that big a deal if you lose. Go tell Cam Hayward that. Might very well be the last playoff game, last chance he'll ever have. And by the way, it's a pretty wide-open AFC where the heavy favorite is a team that the Steelers know well and would be very confident against. Right. That, so that the, the whole I don't buy the house money thing, I think that's a, that has a different implication than there's more pressure on the Bills because they're, they're a huge favorite. I don't know. I don't know when Cam's going to get another chance. Miles no. Jack never will. No, I, I, and maybe T.J. Watt for Sam Allen, T.J. Watt. I don't know. Right. Allen Robinson. These guys are playing for their football lives. That ain't house money. That's just money. Anyway, we have a mystery guest, Ron. I'm very excited about this. Of course, they would already be on the air if I got out on time. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. A mystery guest from Austin City Limits coming up next. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Bill Belichick spoke earlier today as him and the Patriots have mutually agreed to part ways in a wave of coaching carousel moves as the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll also parted ways and Nick Saban retired from college football with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Penguins tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. It's Alex Nadelkovic starting in goal. For more, go to 937thefan.com.